This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Ready to expand your financial game? NerdWallet can coach you on smart strategies like choosing investments, finding your next credit card, and setting a budget that works for you. Score major points towards your summer vacation by learning expert tips for choosing a high-yield savings account and how to build wealth by investing in index funds. Slide into summer with smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you will thank you. To come into the studio because the repairmen are at my house banging on stuff. It's time for our annual furnace checkup thingamajig. And I get ready to patch in and, you know, get my mic checked because I'm thinking I'll be able to do this in the basement studio. And all of a sudden, there's drills and there's equipment coming in and there's uh, stuff being. Lo- I said, oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Let me just, just hold the phone. Let me take my coat off. And uh, stay a while because I'm going to have to go downtown to the actual studio. So I am live and in living color, honey. And I am hanging with Josh Wheeler, my producer. We are actually meeting for the first time. Yes, ma'am. Oh, God. Did they give you the I Work With Shaletta handbook? I've been studying it. Okay. Yeah, All yeah. right. Okay. Well, today's your test, baby. It's a process. It's a trial by fire. Uh, there's no, you don't get no retakes. Ain't no redos. We don't grade on the curve. It, it ain't easy over here, Josh. So I'm, I'm, thoughts and prayers are with you. And guys, I am so hyped because tomorrow, it's, it's you know, when the Bible says the Lord will give you the desires of your heart, it, it's absolutely true. There were no lies told in this scripture because... I have to tell you, one of my heart's desires, besides meeting Oprah and having a sleepover with her, Valerie Gerald, and Michelle Obama, besides that, um, I have been wanting to be on the cover of the Star Tribune Quarterly Magazine. I'm not going to lie. I saw Jason DeRussia on there a little bit ago, and I was a little jelly. I'm like, how they pick him? He always get picked. Why don't they pick somebody fabulous like me? And guess what? They did. The magazine's coming out tomorrow. The picture on the front is fire. Jeff Wheeler put his whole foot and two pinky toes in the photos that he took to tell my story for this column. But the photos, uh, as amazing as they are, don't match the words. Um, This column, I'm telling you, it captured all of me. Uh, I got a preview copy um, and because I'm not supposed to have it. But I went over to the distribution center and knocked on the door in the middle of the night and said, hey, y'all got any of those magazines? And so they handed me one out of the back. Nobody's supposed to have this, but but I do. And I was able to read it. And I was just, I cried. If it wasn't me in there, I would think that this chick was so fabulous. And that's because the writer did a fabulous job telling the story. I must have been like off my meds. Uh, for a couple of days before she got to my house to do this interview because I said some real wild stuff, okay? It was a lot of crazy quotes in this article, and the craziest quotes didn't even make it. How does she put this thing together? Uh, It's been several months since she's been working on this thing. They've been following me. I thought 
I was a stalker, but the folks at the Star Tribune are absolute stalkers. So, Rachel Hutton, girl, I just have to tell you, God bless you. You did the damn thing when you put this story together. Thank you for sharing my life with your readers. You know, it was my pleasure, Shaletta. I, I always appreciate a good, uh, interesting subject, and, and you provided that, uh, you know, in, in countless ways. <laughs> <laughs> now, you showed up to my house for the first time. We had never met in person. You know, a lot of times I'm doing interviews with people, and these are folks I know. Like, if I'm talking to somebody at TPT on Almanac, they were with me since I was pregnant with Andrew, and he's turning 16. If I'm over at KSTP, you know, we came up together. I know Rich Chapman and Angela. You know, I've been in the business, but you and I were not uh, connected in any way. So this was the first time that, you know, we had met. And so, you know, you came over to the house, and I was like, little girl, I ain't got no whole day to sit down with you. Uh, if you coming over here to talk to me, you're going to be running and gunning. You're going to drop the kids off. We're making post office runs. We're making potato salad. We might have to go over to the church for prayer meeting. And you just followed me along. Did you think I was the village crazy lady when you showed up? <laughs> no, no. I, uh, I, you know, writers, we, you know, we like that old adage of show, don't tell to sort of explain someone's deal, what their whole situation is. So basically being able to kind of uh, follow you in action uh, was was really helpful for me to sort of see Shaletta on the move with her roller skates on, um, you know, and interacting with her family, interacting with people that she's working on projects. That, that really helped me kind of get a sense of a day in the life of Shaletta and, and what it's like to be you. And, you know, one thing that I appreciated was when we first talked, um, you said, listen, um, you know, folks know that you've got the podcast, you've got the baby books, you do promotions, um, you know, you, you do public speaking, you're, you know, doing community work. I want to tie this up in a bow. And, and I find that a lot. Like the people who know me in the publishing world don't know I do podcasts. And the people that listen to my podcast don't necessarily know that I do promotions or publishing. And so you really just kind of put this thing all together for me. Yeah, I think that, that that's kind of what I'm trying to do when I'm profiling someone is sort of to explain what is this person all about and what is their significance in our community. And, and you know, honestly, Shaletta, when, when I first proposed the idea of writing about you, it was sort of my question was sort of like, who is this Shaletta and why is she everywhere? Like, why do I keep hearing about her? She's going viral here. I'm hearing about her here. Oh, she's got a new kid's book. Oh, she's, you know, helping people get carbon monoxide detectors. And I was like, what is her deal? And what, what kind of ties it all together? And kind of what I came up with from, from spending time with you and kind of seeing you do everything and, and talking to other people that, that know you and know you, your work um, is that you, you have a very, um, quite quite a knack, quite a skill for getting attention. Um, and, you know, I think that comes from part of you being an assignment editor and sort of knowing what sort of stories and what are the elements that gets attention from, from media and why somebody's going to pick a story up. And then, you know, people would say, oh, you know, she's, you know, uh, I don't know, full of herself. She wants the spotlight and things like that. But but you're not a spotlight hog. <laughs> you sort of function as, as sort of a reflector in a way. Like the spotlight kind of comes on you, but then you sort of 
turn it onto sort of reflect it onto somebody that should be getting more attention, you know, whether that's an overlooked community, you know, it might be kids with autism, it might be people who are in poverty, something like that. And you are kind of using um, your ability to get attention to turn it onto a cause or a group of people or something that that deserve that that energy and attention. And, you know, I'm I'm so glad that you said that because I have constantly been told by, you know, folks that have uh, worked with me in the past or people I encounter who don't really understand my mission and the method to yeah. my madness. So you promote yourself too much. You are always on TV. Every time I turn around, you're on the radio. And I say, you know, I am not going to wait for you to clap for me. I'm not going to wait mm-hmm. for you to shine a spotlight on my work and my accomplishments and my brilliance um, because it's my job to clap for me and it's my job to let you know how fabulous I am. And, you know, some people say, oh, it's a fluke. She went viral this time. Oh, here's another fluke. He, she got another best-selling book. Oh, here's another fluke. She's got a small business, but she's doing business with General Mills and Target and Camping World. Oh, well, here's another. How about you stop and think, wow. This black woman really is brilliant. Um, She really is doing what she said she's going to do. She's really living out her mission. She's really helping others. Let's give her an opportunity. Let's shine a light on her. That doesn't happen for black women. And now we got to take a quick break, Rachel. But when we come back, you address that in the story about how um, black women, to get to the point where God has blessed me to be, have to be perfect, have to walk a line, have to be twice as good, um, and, and still may not get that opportunity. How do you get past that challenge and not get better but better? Rachel and I are going to talk about that when we come back. During the break, my producer, Josh Wheeler, says, I don't know how you do it all, Shaletta. I'm just, you're the busiest woman on the planet. And you know what I said to him? One word, God. It's just God, Josh. I, I can't explain it any other way. Couldn't agree more. Um, I, You know, I pray every day, and I'm so glad that Rachel Hutton with the Star Tribune, uh, she's a features uh, columnist there. She is the one who um, did the story about me that's appearing on the cover of their Sunday quarterly magazine. Uh, I, I'm so glad, Rachel, that you did not exclude um, our family's um, love of God and, and how— you know, our faith is woven into everything that we do. And, and you know, one of my favorite quotes from the story um, that you did is, um, you you know, when we talked about, uh, I said, I have to operate in faith because if I was operating in my own physical stamina, I'd be dead. I would have had a stroke by now. And when you start thinking about women like us, uh, Madam C.J. Walker and so many other trailblazing, pioneering African-American women, Fannie Lou Hamer, who was out doing community work and, and trying to run a business and, and take care of a family, they did die young. They did die early because it's impossible to do it on your own. You really need to have faith in God to see you through it. And, and I'm just so grateful that you did not dumb down how important that is component is in my life. Mm, yeah, that that was a great thing about getting to do my reporting, hanging out with you, Shaletta, is that I really got to see the role that faith plays in your life because it kept coming up. I mean, I saw you this, 
you know, some of all of it didn't make it in the story. But for example, before Andrew went to school, I remember you kind of took his head and you blessed his head uh, before he got on his bike and, and rode off to school. And then before Sean had to leave for work, how you kind of got in a circle and recited the Lord's Prayer together. And that was just, there were multiple instances throughout the day where you were calling on God, mentioning God. So I wanted to make sure to include that just because it's such a a bedrock of, of who you are. And you watch the miracles happen. Okay, so this did not make it into the story. We're going to talk about how you picked what did make it into the story. <laughs> but this did not make it into the story is I was in a meeting while you were at my house. And we were planning the George Floyd book launch. And we were trying to figure out when to do it and when to have it. And I said, well, let's do it on his 49th birthday. But we've got to find a school that's going to let us in, that's going to allow us to have a big celebration for Mr. Floyd's life and legacy and give this book away to all the students in that school and all the teachers so that they can use it in their classrooms and in the library. And turns out we had already planned an event on that day months before that happened. Did that just blow your mind? <laughs> that was a cool coincidence. I remember how, how you and Crown were just uh, kind of freaking out when you realized that. It was a fun <laughs> moment for me to witness. But, you know, it's that's that's probably one of the hardest things about my job is um, trying to decide what to include and what not to include because, I mean, Let's face it, you could write a book about Chaletta, right? There's, there's, you know, there's a lot to say. So, so I have to kind of, you know, I can't, I can't use everything. And, and the funny thing about actually, I ended up going to that book event just to see what it was like. And um, our photographer took, took some photos there and, and things like that. But um, I ended up not writing about it because it was, I just couldn't fit it in there with with all the other things I was trying to fit in there, except for the one piece that made it from that is I was chit-chatting with a couple of the other reporters from other local news outlets that were um, covering the, the book event of, of Judea's and your book. And uh, I told one of the other photographers, oh, I'm, I'm writing this profile about Shaletta. And we joked about your energy level. And uh, the photographer said, yeah, trying to photograph Shaletta is sort of like trying to capture a photon. You know, she's this light particle that's like zooming at infinite speed. And and it was funny of, of all that, you know, going to the book event and everything, that one quote was the thing that made it in. But I felt like what he said really summed up uh, a nice way of, of explaining the Shaletta energy level. Okay, now how did you pick what was going in here? Because there's some wild stuff in here, girl. I had to tell somebody, uh, I must have been off my medicine because I was acting a damn fool when you came over. Girl, I'm just cussing and cutting up. Girl, I'm praying and cussing and, and talking about folks and calling folks whole name out. I'm telling you, there's a reason the front of this magazine cover has me with my mouth open because my mouth was open and I was saying some outlandish stuff to make sure that uh, you check this out because... Um, it's, it's some wild stuff in here, girl. How'd you pick what you chose? Well, it's, it's Shaletta unfiltered. I mean, that's, that's what, uh, that's what, you know, I, it's great covering a profile subject who really speaks their mind and speaks so 
authentically and, you know, just just tells it like it is. Um, I will have to say, I, I was surprised that there was a, a sentence with a cuss word in it that I think maybe even made it into print. It did. Usually it did. I was so excited. They I said, oh, they let me cuss. Uh, bracket it out yeah, by the editors. <laughs> but that one slipped through, I guess, or something. Oh, my God. I was so excited. They let me say one whole cuss word. But, you know, I... <laughs> I just appreciate the fact that you all took the time and put it together. Now, was this supposed to be like a front page magazine story when you came to my house? Was this supposed to be a column? Did it morph and move? How did this all come about? Because I, even I don't know. We were joking about how uh, I I told you, I said, I've never had a story hold this long um, that I was worried that, you know, I don't know, Shaletta was going to pick up and move to Tanzania or she was gonna I don't know take a job as the CEO of General Mills or something would dramatically change in your life that would change the story because yeah we got together in the fall and then and then I wrote the story and turned it in Mm -hmm. and then I it was going to run in the in the paper I usually write for the variety section but Sue Campbell the editor of the magazine um decided and I don't actually even really know the details but but she thought this would be great for the magazine and but the next time they had a slot for the magazine wasn't until March so it kind of held a long time and and before the story ran I even had to check you know have you or anyone in your family had a birthday between <laughs> now and when I was over because the story sat so long you know long people turned time. a whole year older here before it ran um but but I was glad that it got um that it got that positioning because I think that a lot of people are curious about who you are and now they can find out in more detail. Well, I am just so excited that you um, told an amazing story. You captured um, all of it, the good, the bad, the ugly, the God and the cuss words. Uh, like I was telling you, I'm, I'm, a, I'm godly, but I'm gutter. I'm ghetto, but I got a good heart and it is all in this piece. And I have to tell you, girl, can we shout out to Jeff Wheeler? For uh, these amazing photographs, I had to sneak into the Star Tribune in the dead of night to take these pictures because we were trying to keep it under wraps. And he was like, oh, come at this time. Nobody's going to be in the building. And I get in the building, and the first person I see is Kendall Harkness. Then I see all kinds of – I was like, why is everybody in here today? It was like I saw everybody except Rohan Preston. Every single person was in there. They were like, what you doing in here? I'm like, "Uh, nothing. I'm just uh, mm -hmm, going out to – uh, lunch with Jeff Wheeler. Uh, they were like, how you know Jeff? We met in the lobby downstairs. downstairs. <laughs> it's hard for Shaletta to keep a secret. It's hard for her to girl, keep a low profile. Girl, the reason I'm in news is because I like telling other people's business. It's nothing better than hearing a secret except telling it. So this was very difficult for me to do. I held it as long as I can. I know y'all wanted me to hold it until Sunday, but girl, I couldn't do it no more. Girl, I was itching and rashing. I had to get it out. I was just going to pass out and die if I didn't tell. <laughs> so, yeah, watch watch your, your paper tomorrow. It'll be in the magazine tucked into the Sunday edition and, I don't know. I'm waiting for it to go online. Sometimes those don't show up online until Monday. So, oh well, I'm I, I got Sue Campbell's email. Maybe I'll send her a note and see if she can get it online on Sunday. Because I've got folks in Houston and Dallas and 
Philadelphia and Ohio and D.C., and they all want to read it um, because I've told them what an amazing job you and Jeff did uh, putting this together. Uh, kudos to you and your editor, Sue Campbell, for being bold and brave and putting um, a black woman, Representation Matters, on the cover of the Star Tribune magazine. Uh, it'll come to your house on Sunday uh, if you are a subscriber. That's why it's so important to support local journalism. Um, become a um, subscriber and pay your fee and get this paper so that Rachel can keep getting her checks so that she can keep telling the story. Thank you so much for being on the show. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you, Shaletta. Thank you so much. All right, and you guys stick around. We've got more to come on the Shaletta Show. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. Nerd Wallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable, fact-based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation, find your next credit card, or loan for a big purchase, and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow Nerd Wallet Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. It's 1137. You're listening to News Talk 830 WCCO Radio, your good neighbor station. It's the Shaletta Show. My name is Shaletta Brundage, and I am the host of the show. Now, when I saw this story, I was just um, blown away because y'all know three of my four children have autism. And my son, Daniel, is a wanderer um, to the point that um, one day we were in the house playing hide and go seek and he got out. And he was outside on the trampoline. I remember it was minus eight degrees. And I was walking through the house looking for him, and I couldn't find him. And because at the time he was nonverbal um, and more severely autistic than he is now, um, we knew not to call his name because that would make him hide even more. And so we just kind of snuck around the house looking for him. And, and after about, you know, almost an hour, I, I just tried to remember what he had on. And I remember going to the phone, getting ready to call 911 and um, looked outside and he was just jumping on a trampoline. As cold as it was, as snowy as it was, he was as happy as he could be in pajamas, no coat, no nothing. Well, he had gotten out of the house without us knowing. Um, Just a few weeks ago, I was sitting in church praising the Lord and singing songs. Gerilyn Steele's brother Billy is our choir director, and he was playing the music, and I was clapping and singing along, and somebody tapped me on the back. And I walked out into the lobby area of our church in North Minneapolis, and 
all the Sunday school teachers were just out of breath. And Daniel was sitting there. They said he got out of the classroom when we started doing snacks. And he ran as fast as he could. And he was way down the street. And the only reason we caught him was because he stopped. If he wouldn't have stopped, we would have never been able to catch him. And I just had to thank God for causing him to stop. And then we had to do some work on getting some, you know, uh, Dutch doors at the church that lock at the bottom and are open at the top and some training for uh, the Sunday school teachers so they will know how to handle a child with autism who wanders. And so the story about the alert Metro Transit driver um, who is credited with rescuing a boy on the north side. I mean, this scenario had all the elements that precede a tragedy. A small child with special needs lost and alone in the midst of a blizzard on a cold morning. But thanks to the quick thinking and sharp eye of a rookie Metro Transit driver, the story has a happy ending. Shortly after Ambrose Young uh, pulled around uh, at the Theodore Worth uh, trailhead uh, to start the second part of his route and, and spotted the boy standing in the middle of the road, he sensed something was wrong, and he stopped and got the boy to get on the bus. That happened on February 22nd, one of the snowiest mornings of this very snowy winter, when the one-day snowfall in Minneapolis was 13 inches and the wind chill was below four degrees. And and once the driver got the child on board and out of the elements, he talked to him um, and and realized that that the boy was non-responsive. And, you know, he just reassured him that everything was okay. And and the driver, you know, contacted the control center to tell him about what happened. And the supervisor checked in with police and learned that there was a missing child on the north side that had just been taken uh, from the caregiver of a child with autism. And the Minneapolis police and Metro Transit police worked together to get the kid and return him to his family. The little boy had wandered about 15 blocks by the time this driver found him. And today is uh, just happens to be bus driver, Appreciation Day. Who knew, honey? I tell you what, we are going to celebrate bus drivers because had it not been for this driver, um, this rookie driver, this child, Lord knows what could have or would have happened to him. Now, uh, I wanted to talk to a veteran Metro Transit driver. So I asked my friends at Metro Transit to get me Mr. Dwayne Moore on the phone line, and he is joining me now courtesy of the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. Mr. Moore, God bless you and all the drivers at Metro Transit. This is this is just amazing to me um, what this rookie driver did and how he saved this child's life. Y'all are not just uh, bus drivers. Y'all are community stewards. Well, I'd like to say first, uh, Shaletta, uh, thank you for highlighting us today. Uh, good afternoon to you, and um, like I said, once again, thank you for that. Um, 
Drivers, as drivers, we really appreciate the recognition today. It's Driver Appreciation Day, as you know, and uh, so we we celebrate our drivers for the good things that they do. We're, we're highly professional, and we try to do our best out there. Um, I, I I am a trainer, and I so I instruct and train and and, and try to make sure that I have uh, professional drivers uh, when they go out and do good things, and and we mean good things for the community. And we would like um, uh, to continue good ridership and, and continue to do great things for the community. And we look forward to servicing year in and year out. And, you know, the the thing is, Mr. Moore, is that I, I just remember as a kid, we didn't have a car. You know, they call it transportation insecure now. But back then, you just ain't had no car. Okay. And, you know, the bus drivers were like our uncles. They were like the men who looked after us because it was mostly men. And I remember us being so proud to show them our report cards and, you know, tell them about all of the wonderful things we were doing. And sometimes the drivers would even come to our school assemblies. Uh, And so for a lot of the kids, especially on the north side, that metro uh, transit operator, that bus driver may be the only positive interaction with a black man that they have that week. And and I know how seriously you and your drivers that you train take this responsibility. Uh, yes, yeah, I'm glad you I'm glad you you're highlighting that. I really do. And as of right now, I am at, at at work at Metro Transit in the driver's room, um, supporting drivers and operators and and, you know, giving them the support. And I'm glad you recognize that. And um, like I said, we um, we 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 really try hard as operators. And so, like I said, I'm glad you're putting helping us out on this day to to recognize a driver for what we do. We thank you for that. Okay, now listen. I was trying to get the driver who picked up the special needs kid on the show. I wasn't able to do that now. And what I want you to do is because I like to bless folks, Mr. Moore. You know me. You know how I roll. Oh, yes. I got I, I want you I want you to find this driver for me. That's your assignment on today. Oh. I'm giving you an assignment. That's All your right. assignment okay. on today. I want you to find that driver because listen to me, listen closely. I want to bless him with a thousand dollars. Oh my Lord, Shaletta. From me to him. Okay. For what he did, for how he helped that autistic child find a home and didn't just pass him up. And say, you know, I saw a kid, he was walking, I hope he's all right. But he stopped and he helped him. Mr. Moore, that could have been my son. You know, at one point that was my son. And so, you know, as a mother who has a child with autism, um, I, I want to bless this man, the driver who picked up this autistic boy on that snowy day, February 22nd, when it was minus four degrees. I want to do something okay, for will. him. So you find him for I me. I will make sure. I you, surely will. You call, surely me, will. You, you call me back because I want to put $1,000 into his hand to say thank you. Okay. We appreciate you. you may. Uh, so make sure I get your number before I hang up this phone. <laughs> you know I will. Y'all better call me because, if look, if he don't take this $1,000, I'm going to White House Black Market and give me some new stretch pants. Y'all better. 
Y'all better come on because it's only going to hold for so long, Mr. Moore. <laughs> I'm very familiar with that story. I read about that story when that when that happened. And that happened on the north side. Yeah. So yeah. I'm very familiar with the story. Yeah. And I, I thought about my baby, how he ran from those Sunday school teachers and how the only reason they caught him was because he stopped. That could have been my child. Mr. Moore, uh, happy uh, bus driver appreciation day. God bless you and your team. And find that driver so I can put this money in his hands. I will, Shaletta, and thank you for for having us today. We really do appreciate it for all the hard work that we do, and I will make sure I get all that word out to the rest of our operators and, and Metro Transit. All right. God bless you. It is 1147. We'll be back. And you can see me on the cover of the Star Tribune magazine. The title is This is Shaletta. I got my mouth open. I got my hands up, my face all beat up with MAC makeup. I got my lip esteem on from uh, Tamika at her shop in Rondo. I got my Nishona dress on. I'm looking like, you probably don't recognize me because I look like Halle Berry, but it's really me. It'll come tomorrow if you are a subscriber to the Star Tribune. If not, go out to your local Hy-Vee and pick up a Sunday paper um, and support your girl. And make sure you got to take a selfie with it and then post it on your social media timeline and tag me so we can let all the haters out there know your girl is making moves. Okay, now listen, I am so excited when my friends tell me about amazing things going on in the community and then I have to tell those people, hey, come on my show so we can talk about it. The Black and Funny Improv Festival is going on March 22nd uh, through the 26th and I have got Jada Pulley on the phone uh, on the John Schuster Caldwell Banker Hotline. Miss Jada, my friend Tane Danger said that the Black and Funny Improv Festival is amazing, and I'm embarrassed because I'm black and I'm funny, and I had never heard of it. Tell me all about it. Right. The Black and Funny Improv Festival is uh, like a five-day extravaganza. We got workshops, we got shows, um, and we got jams all for the black and the funny, although other people are are welcome to partake. It's a black-centered space. Like, you're all, uh, everybody always asks, like, uh, I'm white, can I come? And you can, because we got to uplift each other. Um, but obviously it's a black center space and we want your funny behind there. Well, girl, I will surely come cause I'm looking for ways to get away from my kids and Tane Danger says that I need to be there. Now, how long has this festival been going on? Tell me the backstory. Yeah, it started, this is the seventh annual um, festival. It started in 2016. It was founded by my co-director, John Gebertatios and Alte Bruno. Um, it started as like a little one day thing and now we've grown to have festivals um in Canada even. Like we, wow. we out you. <laughs> wow. So it is the twenty second through the twenty sixth. Where is it gonna be? What's gonna be taking place and how can people get tickets? It's at Huge Theater, 3037 Lindale Avenue South um, in Lynn Lake. And you can find tickets on blackandfunny.com. Uh, we have shows every night from Wednesday to Sunday um, with acts from the Twin Cities and beyond. We have people coming in from Baltimore, Atlanta, Chicago, Canada, and uh, it's going to be a great time. Like, black and funniness is guaranteed, but there's so many different ways we can make you laugh. you got to experience it all. My gosh. And like you said, is this something for the kids? Can I bring the little ones? Um, is this more of an adult vibe? Who should be there? It's 
open to anyone, but it's we don't guarantee it's like kid friendly content because we don't know what's gonna come out of our mouths. Right, uh, like, girl, who you telling? <laughs> huh? Hello, you talking to me? I get it. Josh just had to bleep me two segments ago. Hello. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we don't like try to be edgy or anything, but because we don't guarantee um, like clean content, unless you're like a super cool parent, um, maybe like teens and up would be best. Okay. All right. Okay. And now tell me about the pricing because I always like to let folks know what they in for. What's the cost? Are they package deals? What's going on? Yeah. Um, so each individual show is $15, but we have an awesome ultra pass for $99 that will allow you access to all five days of shows. Um, so it's a really good deal for workshops. We uh, workshops are still open for registration. If you want to come and learn from all these amazing improvisers, they're $50 a piece. Um, But for each, um, for both workshops and shows, like ultimately, if you want to be there, we want you there. So just reach out to us at black and funny improv fest at gmail.com and we'll get you hooked up. Girl, I love this. I love everything about it. I love the work that y'all are doing. And I will see y'all one of those days. I'm working on my babysitter situation because these young girls mm-hmm. be ghosting you. So as soon as I can get one of these young girls who ain't ghosting, um, I'm going to be there. <laughs> Thank you so much for being on the Shaletta Show and taking the time to chat. Of course. Thank you for having me. Looking forward to seeing you there. All right. And thank y'all for hanging out with me. Josh, this is it. This is it. We have an abbreviated show. What's coming on after me? Oh, uh, we got some Twins baseball coming up. It's pretty yes, exciting. Yes, yes. And you know, my friend Kevin Berger is down there in Florida going to the Twins game. I am jealous because she's out there and she likes to take pictures of her feet to show me that she's got her toes out while I've got the snow boots on. And then she got close to Carlos Correa, my boo. And you know, I, I was not You're, you're obsessed. I, I am. That's not, that's not a lie. That's not a lie. Hey, let's be honest about it. <laughs> I am who I am, and you can find out who I am. Star Tribune magazine cover uh, story feature. This is Shaletta, and she is everywhere. Get it tomorrow in your Sunday newspaper. We'll see y'all next week. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Get your head in the financial game with smart investing and budgeting tips straight from the nerds. NerdWallet's experts will set future you up for success with dependable fact-based insights. No financial misinformation allowed. Learn how to save on your summer vacation. Find your next credit card or loan for a big purchase and invest in your next index fund. Make smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. Back clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.